listening to the EdReach Network. This EdReach podcast is supported by Audible.com, the Internet's leading provider of audiobooks. With more than 150,000 downloadable titles across all types of literature, including fiction, nonfiction, and periodicals. For a free audiobook of your choice, go to audiblepodcast.com slash edreach. Now, enjoy the show. EdGamer, episode 121 on EdReach. Playful learning, SimCity, MathBreakers, and Pension Theft. We've been, we've been off a while. Ed Gamer, episode 121. <laughs> click this one, click this one. This is Ed Gamer for Wednesday, December 4th, 2013. Ed Gamer's part of the EdReach Network. EdReach.us, giving education a voice. A big, snowy voice. And a beardless voice. A beardless voice. Not a good bald timing. voice. Not good timing for, you know, Hobbit coming out here soon. Yeah. This show is dedicated to education gaming on any platform. We will give you the education angle on any type of games, ranging from tabletops to MMOs. We will discuss how these games impact student learning and how they can be used effectively within the classroom. I'm Zach. Y mi nombre es Geraldo. Geraldo? Si. What do you do? My name is Jerry James, and I'm a visual arts teacher from Schaumburg, Illinois. And my name is Zach Gilbert, and I'm your host. I'm a sixth grade social studies language arts teacher from Normal, Illinois. Is uh, that the southern part of the state, right? I just drove. How many times? How many I just times? I just drove down south for turkey. No, I drove down south. Huh? I did. Yeah. I went right past your beautiful town. Yeah. There's like yeah. the cool train tracks that run <laughs> right along. Uh, what is that? 55. No, there it's You were on 57. You went 57 down to Champagne, Shambana. No, I didn't go to Champagne anymore. Oh, where did you go? We now go to Oriana. Where's that? Uh, Next to Forsyth. Oh, Decatur. Which is next to Decatur, yes. Decatur. Well, how did you get there? Did you go 55 through? Yeah. You went through Bloomington? Yeah. Oh, and then you took 51. Yeah. This is really exciting to a lot of people. Yeah. Let's get out a map. But we <laughs> Let's uh Let's we raced the on. train. It was like it was kind of top gunish, you know, where he's like racing the plane on his motorcycle, except I was in my truck and there was the train and I was like Mrr. and it goes about eighty five miles an hour just to get Really? Okay, so it's probably inappropriate given the train tragedy that just happened, which was going about eighty five miles an hour. Yeah. That's that was terrible. Yeah, not good. Not good. Um I'm trying to find, oh man, so we've had a lot of stuff happen, and maybe you can find this, because I know there's a, a site here, um, yeah, we let's see, the last show we had, Jerry, mm-hmm. the last show that we had was, was it, no, oh, I was like November 9th, no, it was the 19th, so it's, yeah, so we apologize, I know all of you. You know, plan your week around Ed Gamer, making sure Sitting, that waiting, oh, man, breathing, yeah, like a you know series that's coming to a well, we're not we're not going to have a finale, not for a long time, but you know Fair what I'm enough. saying, you know, mid season pause. No, we've uh, we've we've had a lot of things going on. I'd say we had the holidays, mm-hmm. you know, family things, mm-hmm. family things going on, um, and then. Uh, Let's see, that was the 19th. 
So it was the 22nd. Is that the day it was, Jerry? I don't know what Let's you're see, talking 20th, about. 20th, 21st. So 19th. So what was the Sunday, Jerry? Oh, are you talking about the storm? Yeah. Mm, yeah, it had to be around there somewhere. Yeah, the storm. So that was like the 22nd, I think. I don't, I don't have a storm sound. No, you don't have a storm sound. I mean, you have like uh, crickets before the storm. Or is it That's 24th? No, it couldn't have been the 20th. It was a Sunday. It was a Sunday. Any given Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. That was brutal. As we drove down, we saw a lot of, uh, <clears throat> you know, a lot of uprooted, very large trees. Yeah. You know, what, people putting stuff into piles, yeah. trying to get it cleaned up. You know, this yeah. is, what, two weeks later? Yeah. Still roofs off, things like that. So so we had storm damage. We're, we're having to replace our roof. Uh, we don't have, I mean, it's nothing, it's not like our roof came flying off the house, but. It's not on fire, had, is it? No. The no. roof. The roof is the roof. Okay, so we had hail damage. I had a watch your mouth. I had hail a size of uh, I guess my siding, the siding of my house. There's a cracked, you know, part of the the siding that's the size of my fist. What the hail? Yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty crazy. I heard sounds I'd never heard before. Yeah, I saw one of your pictures, like on Facebook. It was like yeah, hailstones, baseball-sized hail. Yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. So we're getting the roof replaced. We're getting siding done. So taking care of that with insurance and and uh, which I'm sure is is ultra speedy, right? It. You know what? There. I, I don't know if we should be promoting <laughs> anybody, but I live in Bloomington, Normal, Illinois, and State we have Farm. One of, yeah, we have we have a headquarters of one of the larger insurance companies in the world. Uh, yeah, that's that's here. And no, they've been they've been very good. It's just making sure my roofers and everybody's on the same page. So it's been it's been crazy. And then, you know, there's been relief efforts and I'll I'll make sure I put something out. In fact, Jerry, mm. there's a rock concert tonight Ooh. in Bloomington, Illinois. Is it Rush? No. Oh. But they, they just released a DVD of their last tour. Just want to let you know. From Bloomington? No, not they didn't come to Bloomington. They should. should. The castle. Ario Speedwagon. Styx. Ted Nugent. Oh, the Nuge! Yeah, so we got some you serious... You want me to play Cat Scratch Fever? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's four hours of rock music tonight. All the proceeds go to the, uh, the tornado vi victims in Illinois. And, That's cool. You know... Yes, we had damage on our roof. We had damage on our siding. Yes, we were freaked out. But it's nothing, and I'm sure a lot of people have seen it out there, it's nothing compared to what the people went through 30 miles west of here. And it's just, it's scary. And my, my neighbor, Caddy Corner neighbor behind me, his parents uh, just moved in a house three weeks ago that they just built a house over there, and half of it was gone. Oh, I have uh, three distinct memories from it, not that any of them were mine or that I was there for any of them, but the three events that I think, you know, stand out the most to me are um, one, when, when they were on the news broadcast and we were watching the football game and they, and they were talking about yeah. the broadcast, you know, they picked up this sign, it was a plastic sign, it was broken in half and it clearly said Washington, Illinois on the yeah. bottom and they said, this is a sign from Washington, Illinois. The sad part is that's 40 miles from here. Well, <laughs> it's like, like insanity. Do you um, know that they found stuff in Chicago? 
that that lady's letters. It's uh, the guy Over that does hundred some miles. Yeah, the guy that had this story is a friend of mine from college, Marcus Lashak. He does the morning news now, and uh, and he was interviewing that lady. I think that where you know Crazy. that was such a sad story too. Yeah. Did you read the whole story? It was like I a, don't... her brother-in-law had passed away, and before he passed away, he wrote letters to yeah. his kids, and they were sealed and like oh. blew away. I know. <clears throat> yeah. But then I did see one of those videos of. Uh, Somebody kept their camcorder on. It was inside their house. Oh, that was nuts! You see that? And he yeah, walked out did. and half his walls. Oh, that geez. was actually that, that was sometimes, freaky. Sometimes it's not even. Sometimes we get so numb to visuals because right. we see so many like movies and things like that. So when he when he holds the camera out, it just looks. I mean, it looks crazy. But yep. but the scariest part of that video are the people's voices. Oh, the girls' the, sheer terror. Back. Yeah, yeah, sheer she's terror. Scared and horror and yep. so sad. And, and it's like the, the... I think we get so numb oh. to the the visuals because of great special effects and yeah. games, you know, where anything yeah. can happen. But man, those sounds were just ugh. It gross. was like this cr- creaking. It was yeah. you know of the of the house and then. You know, there was a live news news broadcast, and this went around the world. I mean, the, the uh, Peoria station, which is not – they had their station, actually, there was a tornado that went over their head, you know, over mm. their station. They had trees down and everything around their station, but they were broadcasting live, and you can hear the sound, and it sounded like a freight train. They're huh. like, do you hear that? I mean, they look at each other, and they're like – we are going. Get to cover. They <laughs> yeah. bolt it. You hear them, and then you hear the uh, meteorologists are like, "Everybody, get to the shelter area." And it just—it gives me chills now. It was crazy. It's crazy, th- crazy. To to wrap it up, I think it's um, it's one of those things where we forget. Uh, you know, we get so worried about what people can do to other people and what people yeah. do in this world, we completely forget the. The massive power that Mother Nature has. Yeah, uh, and all the in seconds. It's sad that it takes bad things to happen, or you know, when bad things happen, that good things come from that. I wish more good could come at you know, all yeah. the time. Yeah. But there was there was football games. There was uh, the Washington football team playing down in Springfield, yeah. and yeah. they were feeding them. And it's just you know they had six uh, charter buses that they brought them down. Yeah. I don't know. There's there's a lot of good that that has come from it. Uh, from the Bears, so Bears did a cool thing. They, they all did. wore the Washington yep. team shirt. I yep. don't think the Steelers did anything like that, did they? No, it was probably They're, just just their coach ran out on the field and tried to stop a touchdown. <laughs> Way to go, guy from House. Let me. <laughs> he kind of steps over. <laughs> yeah, just does the Carlton right into oh the my, field, and that was. And did Jacoby, the guy that. Uh, that was running it back. His interview goes, is hilarious. Yeah. He's like, yeah. I'd probably done the same. He's like, thing. I would have done the exact same thing. He goes, it's hard out on the streets, man. You gotta, <laughs> yeah. Because that okay. happened. That was funny because it happened the exact same time that one one of the coach, Jason Kidd or somebody, one of the other basketball coaches. Did you see that the video? Yeah. He says, "Hit me," you know, and then he drops his cup on the court and calls a timeout because he didn't have any left. It's like <laughs> goofiness, man. Hey, uh, is it time? What, to start the show? Probably. <laughs> you know, people missed us, and, you know, we got to get them some insight. I sure missed us. Oh, we've got a, we've got a banter to, to oh, God. put it in there somewhere. But, hey, <clears throat> are we at our mark here, though? Oh, yes. Uh, yes, yeah, we are. So, and the perfect hey, mark. Perfect mark. And thanks here's, for reminding me. <laughs> great, because you remembered it, didn't you? Yep, I, my hey, alarm went off. I have what's awesome, is, and this must be a good sign. Because you know we we uh, 
I'm just going to read it because they're back. They're back, Jerry. Okay. This EdReach podcast is supported by Audible.com, the Internet's leading provider of audiobooks with more than 150,000 downloadable titles, including some great education choices, including – do you have one, Jerry? I do. I do. You want to do mine first? Uh, well, yeah, go ahead. Okay. Well, mine, I actually picked a, a, a genre, let's say. Um, the first one doesn't count because I don't know what that is. But how about these second two? Um, two books by a guy named John Taylor Gatto. And um, it's uh, – so he, he does he all this – Yeah. He does yeah, this great stuff time. about uh, compulsory 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 schooling. Um, so one called Dumbing Us Down and then his newer one called Weapons of Mass Instruction, um, which are interesting. They're kind of cool books. Uh, I've read Dumbing Us Down. I haven't read the other one yet, but I would like to listen to it. Listen so they're to all it. about um, the way that, uh, kind of a critical look at education and the way that schools end up more like prisons than we intend. <laughs> Great. Let me out. Yeah, exactly. But you've got one, don't you? Yes. So I recommended – one of the times before, I recommended Divergent. I finished that. The book is amazing. Now I'm into Insurgent and uh, by Veronica Roth, who's from Chicago. Chicago. Oh, that's Chicago. right. Yeah. Chicago. Can I give away your next one? Are you going with Allegiant? Well, here's – okay. What is uh, – who's the reader? Galvin. What's her uh, – Emma Galvin. Is it Elma? Elma. Elma. <laughs> Alma. Yeah, Alma is going to read you yeah. this book. Uh, let's see. Emma Galvin. So here, see, so I have it on my phone. Oh, hold on, wait, I got to bring it up. Okay. Oh, can you? But that okay. looks great. Yeah, Emma Galvin. No, it's it's really good. And what I love about Audible now, and it's been a while because I just started back since you know Ed Reach get brought it, you know Audible or Audible said, hey, we like you guys. We're gonna we're gonna you can. You know, advertise with us, um, but I can stop it on here. I can pull it up on my iPad and continue and where I left off. Same spot. Same spot. That is so cool. But I, I also want to mention too about this this series. I've got about I've got nine kids reading in, uh, not Insurgent but Divergent right now. And those of you that teach language arts or uh, this is I have two literature. I have literature circles going on right now. I have but five groups. Two of the groups are are divergent, and the kids are just they don't want to stop reading. And the last time that I've seen something like this happen with books, Hunger Games was kind of there. Mm -hmm. uh, Harry Potter. Yep. Harry Potter. Now it's not as magical, or I mean, I guess Harry Potter got a little bit darker, you know, as it went on. But um, this is a little bit darker. But it's so well written. Uh, now I've heard the third book is not as good, so I don't know. I'm I, I hate when I hear that stuff, you know. Well, you're you're just you don't want to be altered. I'm still going to have to I'm check still, it out. Yeah, I'm still going to read it. So, uh, and you know what? I want also want to mention too that I messed up on when. when <laughs> that's a surprise. I know no to everybody. Surprise. So when I went on to Audible to get Insurgent, mm -hmm. okay, went to get Insurgent, and I got distracted. Squirrel. And um, I picked Allegiant, the third book, instead of the second book. And I hit the back button. I'm like, no, I picked the wrong one. Um, and then I called him up. I said, hey, I just purchased this. As you can see, I have the first book. There's no reason for me to get the third <laughs> book right now. I need the second book. So she wiped that purchase out, 
gave the credit back, and I was able to get the other book. Nice. Within minutes. Nice. They were wonderful. Great nice. customer service. And now you're going to go back and buy it anyway, aren't you? <clears throat> well, no, I'm on the I, – I do the monthly plan. Hmm. So, for, what is it, Fourteen ninety-five. Mm. And I get a credit a month, so I can oh, I get, get a new book each month. So, and it's it's much less expensive because, of course, those audiobooks can be very expensive, um, but not through Audible. Yeah. Not nope. through Audible. So no. for uh, for our listeners, Audible is offering a free audiobook to give you a chance to try out their service, and that's what I did to get back into Audible because I've, I've been with them a long time ago. Uh, one audiobook to consider. Uh, you know, is what Jerry, Jerry had two books there. What were they, Jerry? John Taylor Gatto books. Okay. And mine were Veronica Roth, uh, Divergent or Insurgent. And all you do is go to audiblepodcast.com slash edreach. That's audiblepodcast.com slash edreach. Awesome. Yep. Okay. I guess let's get into some games here, Jerry. Oh, do so, we have to? Yeah, I guess so. So, I don't think we got to talk. I know I talked it up. The Playful Learning Conference at UW, uh, University of Wisconsin-Whitewater. It was so good. Made a lot of connections. Um, oh, man. It just so many amazing people there. How was the so hotel many, room? It, it, <laughs> it was, was it nice. It was uh, an updated. Did you get free uh, water? Yeah. Um, was the bed comfortable? Yeah, actually, I slept pretty well. I slept pretty well. So, um, yeah, Constance Steinkuhler got to see her speak. She did great. Uh, um, Danny, um, and I was, it's, it's not hero. It's Harrow. Harrow. Because okay. it's two, it's H-E-R-R-O. And made wonderful connections with her. Sean Dickers was there. He was the uh, second speaker mm, on, he was, the, he was the keynote on Saturday. Yep. And we have... I'm going to help him out with something, and this is something that Wes Fryer was saying a lot, you know, a couple years ago at the ICE conference up in Chicago. He said that Zach, you need to write a, a book on Minecraft, nice. and so I haven't done that. But Sean is writing a book <laughs> on Minecraft, <laughs> and I'm going to write a chapter for it on uh, game, you know, after-school game clubs. And I, I'm trying to get Jerry to help me out with it. That's so, pretty awesome. Yeah, so I think that's pretty cool to to be able to get involved with that. Uh, Rich Halverson. Got to talk to him. man. Are you a data person? You're not really a data person, are you? Uh, I use it when I have to to get what I want. Yeah, but you know data people, right? I mean, that just yeah. really like the numbers and stuff. Uh, it's not me. Yeah, Rich is that person. But they're they're the ones that are doing the. Um, they are putting together, and you know this in some of the games already, where they're keeping track of decisions that are being made within games and they're creating a program that can fit within games that uh, that they're creating at University of Wisconsin to where I can go in and ask a question and try to figure out how did these kids how did these kids do on this game in ways that I can see and use it as an assessment that's cool so whether it's clicks or decisions that are being made or how long it takes to make that decision um, that, you know, we know as gamers that there's tons of decisions that are being made. How can you assess some of those uh, decisions? And what he's doing is creating the programs to go into these games to figure that out. That's awesome. That's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. That's pretty cool. So I know they're going to do it next year. Um, a lot of these people we're going we're gonna to see at GLS because you already, you're already going, right, Jerry? 
Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna miss the food. Can't miss GL. Okay, so um, that was so that was so much fun. Had a great mm-hmm. time. Great time. Met some uh, met some people from uh, um, uh, from Canada, eh? Ooh. And no, it was just it was it was just neat hearing different perspectives on using games. I'm moving to Canada. I'm thinking about it. I'm done with Illinois, so I'm yeah, you think? You think? Uh, we don't want to talk about that right now, do no, we? Just, no, just oh, God, this is just frustrating. Okay. So, next on the agenda. Okay. As soon as I find the agenda. There's... We have an agenda? Yeah. Okay, seriously? <laughs> I'll give you a hint. It rhymes oh, it's right with, there. with Lim Liddy. Okay. So, uh, yeah, here's something that's... Okay, SimCity, it kind of... You know, this education version kind of came out. I got a little ticked off when, when it did come out because I'm sitting there going, oh, hey, maybe they're going to give some educational licenses to schools and such. Yeah. And then what you did is you signed up and you didn't get anything. You're like, well, this is how you could use it. But we're not doing licenses at this time. So I don't know if that's changed. I know that they're EA because, you know, it's a it's kind of a big company. Yep. Um, they are really pushing pushing this. And so this is an article discussing how it can be used. And I think we all know that SimCity <clears throat> is definitely a, um, a game that could bring in more to the classroom. Uh, the modern day stuff is just is amazing. So hmm. did you ever play SimCity? You know what? I kind of like just missed SimCity. I, 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 like, I, I was right there for the first one. Um, but uh, I I didn't follow it, you know. I, I think people a little younger than me followed it because it had like a weird gap, didn't it? Like the first one came out, yeah, and then it, it was out for a little while, and then there and then it kind of like got big again, you know. It kind of like went away and then got big again. I was really into gaming when it went away, so I never got too big into SimCity. Yeah, I mean, when you think about what it takes to run a city, being able to collaborate with others too. You know, the finances, the governmental decisions, you know, how, the environment. I mean, you have all these that interplay within uh, within that game. I got into a couple other games that had similar concepts but weren't the same thing. Like, like you know, like Roller Coaster Tycoon was like the exact same thing, you know, starting but based around a theme park. Um, and then, uh, like, it was... Oh man, like a command and conquer type game. You yeah. Know? So it was more war based. That yeah. that I think I got into more than SimCity. Yeah. Um, I love this. Students are just blown away by the engagement. It's engaging as stuff they do outside of the classroom. They get really emotionally connected to the citizens in their city. They feel like they're being treated like adults because they have this opportunity to manage and save. It's a responsibility they they don't traditionally get to do in the classroom. So here's an interesting question. Yeah. When I was <clears throat> at Thanksgiving, I was hanging out with one of my nephews, and we were playing, um, we were playing like Kirby on the Wii or something, you know. And it was great. <laughs> yeah. We played for like probably three hours, and then his mother came down and was like, "Should we be worried that he's still playing this game?" And so, because he was like zoned in, you know, but he was showing me what to do. The kid's like, you know, incredibly young, very like three, and he was showing me what to do with the controller, you know, and uh, and and. So here's how I'm linking this back is 
when we start with these really intense games in the classroom, do you think we'll ever see the pushback of getting kids addicted to these games? Because we're starting to see it now a little bit with the iPads. Like, I, I'm, I'm starting to take heat with the iPads of, like, oh, you pass these things out in school, and now my kid's addicted to these games. It won't put them down, you know, when 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 they're at home. And, and it's, like it's that. tough. It's mm -hmm. tough, and you got to draw the line. I mean, yeah. I know I don't get uh, wonderful stares from my children when I say, okay, <laughs> at, at the end of the night, which, you know, hand over your device, because they're just not, the thing is, they're kids. Yeah, my goodness, if I had an iPad when I was their age, would yeah. I have ever gone to bed? So do we have to redefine how much is too much? When is too much? But that's up. To, that's up to each parent. I mean, or or teacher, you know, in that in that realm. But it's especially at home. That's up to the parent because one of my children, it's you know, it's far easier. She she has an easier time of me taking that device away. The other one is far more difficult. Yeah. One's more addicted than the other. I mean, it's just. It, each kid is different, and each kid's different in your classroom. And yeah, I get frustrated a little bit because I, I had that happen too, where parents are like, "Well, now my kid, you know, is really wanting to play Minecraft all the time." And I go, "Well, then turn off the computer." <laughs> While the computer's in their room, in their bedroom, I'm like, why? <laughs> why do you have a computer in the room? You're gonna want to move that anyway. Just, yeah, just I mean, go ahead and get that right out of there now. When I put that in their in their space, like, think about this. You know, you. I never had a TV in my bedroom. Well, take that back. I had a black and white that I had the the take the pliers to, and the rabbit ears because that's the only one that they they're like, fine, you want a TV? Here you go. Well, it wasn't even worth it. I got rid of the thing. So it wasn't really a TV, was it? Wasn't it wasn't really a TV. It was a chalkboard you just drew on. Uh, so, <laughs> thanks, Jerry. And. <laughs> So, but if if I had that in my room, or if I had other things, the worst thing I had in my room was my stereo, okay. as a distraction. So you could listen to Rush all night. You got it. <laughs> I'm telling you. So, you know, that's the worst distraction. But the kids now have their phones, they have their computers, they have they have TVs, and like. <laughs> but the biggest thing I tell the parents is like, think if you had this when you were a kid, would you have ever gone to sleep? No. Well, no. Like. Then why are you allowing it with your own kids? Yeah, well, it's interesting because it comes from a different place. You know, like when I got a Game Boy as a kid, it was it, it was my Game Boy, and it was then it was time to put the Game Boy down. You know, but like now we give devices out at schools, so like kids see this. Yeah. You know, like mom, don't take that away. I'm trying to do That's my, my math homework. Yeah, <laughs> mom, trying to do my social studies homework that Mr. Gilbert gave me. Yeah, you know, I don't so know. it's interesting. That's that's. That's a tough, that's a conundrum. Anyway, yeah. Hey, so I want to. We have we have one more story, math breakers, which is really cool, and I have some students that have really gotten into this. Um, but I no no no, back it off, back what? it off. What? Back it off. No. We got to talk about the other thing. Oh, okay. Hold on. Let me so pause math breakers then. We'll do. I think we can do this with the with the the demonstration or the the thing that you were talking about earlier. Now it's like all weird on the screen there, Jerry. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to get it off. There we go. Hey. Um, so in a classroom, Jerry, mm -hmm. you're a teacher, and, you know, failure is going to happen. Do you want to kind of explain that? Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, this kind of fits in with, with gaming, and we're going to – Right. <laughs> 
we're going to have a teachable moment here. Maybe <laughs> maybe some people could listen to this. Ooh, you, I think as a teacher, you're expected to be a person that understands that some of your kids are not going to get what you're talking about. Some of your kids are going to fail. Some of your kids are going to screw up. And you're not allowed to belittle them or hit them or bemoan them. You 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 understand going into it that that's part of the process, and you you help them mature and become bigger, better people. And and you in turn, you know, that's part of our nature is nurturing students to do the right thing. And uh, so I keep going. Right. Well, so here's the thing. So if the kids make mistakes, what do we do, Jerry? We we help them, right? Right. Right. You we help them. Put them on the right to, path. Right. We help them. We help cor make the corrections, and then we can move on. You know. Yes. Are there going to be sometimes when, you know, they don't? There's going to be. I hate to say it. You know. I think every kid has the potential to succeed. Mm -hmm. But I learned long ago that that you can't save everybody. Right. True. Okay, but that's 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 a whole nother thing. So let's say that I'm the teacher. Okay. And you're you're part of the classroom and your students, and I make a mistake. Okay. But you are punished for it. So let's say I messed up on a test. Okay. Okay. I put the wrong the key had the wrong answers on it. Yep. But I got it right. But you got it right. But I made the mistake. I go nope. I don't care if the key's wrong. You got it wrong. I say it's not fair. And and wouldn't you wouldn't you think? I think everybody in our audience would agree that that's that wouldn't be right. I messed up on the key. I should be. I should change it so you're you're corrected, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to make those corrections because mm -hmm. you're. I'm the one. It's at fault. I'm not going to punish my students for mistakes that I make. If I make a mistake on the grading that helps them, mm -hmm. I say that's my fault. You're fine. Yeah. If I accidentally increased it a little bit, unless it's super crazy, but you know, if I increase a little bit, that's fine. But if I make a mistake and I, I put in a grade that was lower than what it was supposed to be, then I correct it and I make sure that it's right. Mm -hmm. Okay, I don't want them paying for my mistakes. What? So here's the lesson learned. So when somebody makes a mistake, they should correct it and not punish others for those mistakes. Mm -hmm. For the mistakes they make. Mistakes they make. Yes. So, as you guys know, the audience out there, you know that we are teachers in the state of Illinois, which is a wonderful state. We've got some crazy stuff going on. Yep. So, yesterday, right? It was yesterday? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yesterday, our state legislature passed a pension. <clears throat> Sorry if we're getting a little political for some of you out there. <laughs> but passing a pension reform that decreases our, our benefits. Mm -hmm. We teach. We have to teach longer, and we actually get a decrease in benefits. I'm not going to go into all the specifics because it's Jared and I were on a tirade before the show yeah. and going through all this stuff. But the thing is that we are paying for the mistakes of the state legislature. Mm -hmm. We've paid our money in. 9.4 percent, Jerry. Yep. Paid our money in. We don't pay into Social Security. Mm -hmm. We don't get Social Security. This is, and I put money away for my own personal 401k, whatever 403b, whatever you want to call it. But we put our money in, and we were told that we were getting X, you know, amount for retirement. And so the legislature is the one that hasn't funded this 
retirement system. And, and borrowed now, against it as well. They borrowed against it. Right. They took money out of it. Yep. The last good governor of this state of Illinois, Jim Edgar, actually they did a plan where they said teachers will pay 2.2% more into the retirement so we can get this fully funded and the state would pay their part mm. and if they would have done that we would be fine but the mm -hmm. state did not pay their part did so not. now we're a hundred billion dollars in the hole and guess who gets to pay for those mistakes we're yep we're, we're taking one for the team we we are doing that yeah. So um, once again, being asked to be the bigger person, and yes, oh yes, legislators, you know, you know, we know you made the mistake, but it's we'll take the hit for you, even though you get fully funded pension after yeah. how many years? <laughs> I uh, talk, people talk about we only work 180 days. Oh, they work yeah. even less. Well, yeah. I, I'm not even gonna say that because they they. My representative around my area does a great. He voted no, by the way, just to let you know on this pension. <laughs> so both of well, them did. Ours came out during the rally and said, "I'm I'm very proud of you all, but I'm voting yes." No. <laughs> during the rally. Oh yeah. my goodness. Yeah. Wow. It, you know, it's it's just sad. It, it's just disappointed, and, and I think the the biggest reason I'm disappointed, and I and, you know I think you'll you should be disappointed by this too, as somebody who teaches social studies. And in such a big part of social studies is obviously government. Mm -hmm. um, I never understood people's true angst with local government, you know, or or, or national government. Like, I understood your conspiracy theories, and you know, people people would say it's Illinois; they're all crooks, and be like, they're not really crooks. They're not really bad people. They're looking out for the better. Well, there's some of bad people. ones, but that's a whole. And it, right, right. Well, the ones that get arrested, but but and now. Now I'm disillusioned. Now I feel, I feel cheated. I feel disappointed, and I feel yep. sad. And yep. and now, so now they've just done it to another generation of people. Yep. Like I just now have zero trust for my state government. Like hey. I, I, I just, I'm. It, it makes me sick to say that I don't trust those people because I now just don't trust the the political game in general, and that that's sad to me. That's Governor really... Quinn. Governor Quinn was quoted, and I'm, I'm, I'm. This quote drives me insane. If you're about to say what you're about to say, God put me on this earth to take care of the pension system oh. in the state of Illinois. And then he constantly said over and over again, "This is a victory for the people. The people have won. Oh. This is and the everyday people have won." I was like, and what he's do you done this. Consider the everyday people. He didn't I, do a darn wow. thing. He didn't do a darn thing. Okay, I'm we're sorry, people. I'm that. sorry to get you know all political here, but here's the thing too: is that, um, and we're seeing this around the country. Wisconsin has been dealing yeah. with some of this too. Is that there are teachers, good teachers in the state, that use that just good teachers. Doesn't matter if they use games or not. But I'm telling you now, this is disheartening, and it's it's, it's been insane. spreading, and it's you're gonna we're gonna start losing good teachers. I, I have kids that are going to leave my high school going to education programs. We still name a kid in the yearbook every year, two kids, that most likely to become a the next Schomburg High School teacher. How am I supposed to look kids in the eye and say, this is a great career line. Yep. You know, this, this is where you want to be. I can't do it. You know, I just want to say, run. Run now, because you guys are even do it. more screwed than we are. You know, it's, it. it's just uh, it's so I'm really play depressing. Some, I'm going to play some Call of Duty after we're done here. <laughs> I just yeah, you know, it just just drives me crazy. It's, so, it's really sad. But you know, that's you know, failure it happens. It happens, but you know, in the classroom we keep trying and we correct it. Yeah. And, and it, you know, we we say that thing about 
you know the way that I just don't like it, the 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 mongering machine that that made that vote come together. The you know Detroit files bankruptcy, so the next day that becomes part of the we don't want to be the next ones to file bankruptcy. Yeah, because there was no history about Detroit that happened before they uh, filed bankruptcy. First of all, it's a city, and we're a state. It's just wildly different can't. situations. But but that fear, the courts have said fear mongering is just the you courts. Know, that's that's what makes me sad is that they, these people don't even know the courts have done it over and over and over again. States cannot file for bankruptcy; they right. can't do it. And it will be an interesting court case, I, and I have no idea which way it'll play out. How without getting in the into, world can you not say without getting into okay. details of people? It's, it's okay. We got to stop, Jerry. Yeah. Got to stop. No. You know, and now you have now you have the power of the, you the know, courts. They don't we even have, five, have to pay no. their own payments because they can decide they're in a crisis. So they right. decide they're in a crisis, and then they can vote to change the amount of money. It's like it now has just made me so cynical, nauseated and cynical, yeah. and, I, and I hate myself for, for doing it. We but have I, five pension systems. There are four that were part of this pension reform. The one that's not part of the pension reform, the courts. And guess <laughs> who will decide this? The courts. Right. It's just, so I don't know if that's a good or bad thing because they might just say, "Well, we're not part of it." So if we say that it's it should stay, how good do, do they look? Uh, you know, it's it's a mess. Okay, moving on. Math Breakers. This is a really cool game. <laughs> I want to break something. Call of Duty. Let's 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 jump into that. This is a uh, weird image I froze on. Yes. So Math Breakers. It is a it's a numbers game. And you can kind of get, yeah, there you go. So it almost, <laughs> it almost looks like Minecraft. It does. It's um, Minecraftian. Yes. So, and there's different levels of this. You can do. I did see some um, uh, equations, but what you're trying to do is <laughs> just zero. Factored. Yeah, zero out um, the number that you have. So each weapon has each whatever tool that they have, has a certain number. And when you come up on it, he has a 1. You know, you add those together. Take a minus 5, you, and you have 2. That's minus, okay, now it's minus oh, 8. You I take the 8. So. It's a negative 8. You have 8 there. You zero it out. And I guess you get points for doing that all a, that. That was like a math cannon. What was yeah, that? Yeah, that's pretty cool. So I've had some kids test this out, and this is really good. I The only problem that I had with it was the fact that I couldn't invert my mouse. Now, those of you that use mouse and keyboard a lot understand that, you know, I grew up with, you know, pulling back on my mouse towards me mm -hmm. makes it go up, just like a plane, because I played a lot of flight simulators. So having a game that I could not invert my mouse was the most frustrating thing. The, yeah. most, the, the kids don't have a problem with that. I right. did. Just kids, you. Yeah, just me. That's all. Yeah. So, no, Crazy. this is very cool. Looks neat. Very cool. And right now it's it's uh there's a demo for it. And uh yeah, pretty cool stuff. Cool. Pretty cool stuff. There's a lot out there. There's a lot out there. Jerry? Yeah. I'm hoping we didn't disenfranchise any listeners out there. So um my apologies to those out there that we might have upset. But um it I'm not you know, it impacts us because I'm it's still just, upset. It's, yeah, it's just it's, it, it's completely relevant. This is an educational show, and that is an educational issue. Yeah. They're not playing by the rules. No. We should cheat. I'm going to reset. <laughs> Our troll-all-delete. Our uh, 
Uh, oh my goodness, pinball. Um, Flapper. No, that when you jostle it and you tilt. Oh my god, how did I forget that? You don't want to tilt it though. Don't tilt. Don't tilt. Okay. Uh, anything else for the good of the cause here, Jerry? Oh, I have game club. Oh. Tomorrow. Mine's taken off. We're doing some serious. Uh, let's see, we did PS3. Somebody brought in a PS3 the first oh. time. Uh, we came in last time. We had some serious Mario Kart going on. Awesome. Um, played some ping pong. We got some games going on the side, a little magic tournament. Uh, I think oh. I'm going to bring in some Jenga because I miss Jenga. I just want to play Jenga. I want to see you in a giant Jenga. In a giant, okay. The big blocks, you know. Yep. No, I see where you're going. It's great. The big guy, you need giant <laughs> Jenga. So, hey, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I got a kid that's wanting to DM a, a, a Dungeons and Dragons scenario. <laughs> wow! And I'm like, he's he's totally he's got his books. He brings comes up to me after school today, Mr. Gilbert. I have my books. I want to DM, and I go, Have you DM before? Yeah, we've been doing it during lunchtime. I'm oh like, man! What are you doing? Like, yeah, get out your cloaks and your <laughs> and your fish sticks. Your fish sticks. Back off! I take my plus one. Fish stick. You find yourself by the lake of macaroni and cheese. <laughs> Do you add salt and pepper? Roll. Roll. Okay. Roll. It works on so many letters. Levels. There we go. Okay. Thank you for listening right. to this week's Ed Gamer Podcast. Just lost half our audience. So we're yeah, down, to down to one. <laughs> one. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this week's Ed Gamer Podcast. Please follow us on edreach.us and also follow the great all the great podcasts and blog posts on the EdReach Network. Have a great week. Adios, amigos. And hopefully you have a pension. <laughs> I'm just